This podcast is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum, Father the Flame, and ThisPipeLife.com. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John Davis. JD! Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Yeah, good evening to you, sir. How you doing tonight? Dude, it's been such an exciting time on Country Squire Radio recently that you've been you've been getting into the the, the JD. Man, I it, have It been... makes me happy, dude. I mean, I feel like this this is the prime time of Country Squire Radio, so we've been we've been living it up, you know? <laughs> it, it, it's good. It's good. It's, it, ha- it's Halloween. We're uh, excited. We're going to do some giveaways tonight, talk about a bunch of good tobaccos, and uh, man, this is, a, this, is a, this is a good season for us. Man, this is like the best. I, I mean, I've said it before. I'll say it again, but when when it starts getting this kind of weather outside, this is prime pipe smoking season. And uh, and of course, man, there's there's no better place to enjoy a pipe than here at the Country Squire. I got to tell you, man, when I when I walked in this evening, I found a group of uh, of several pastors. What do you call a group of pastors? Is that a gaggle? I think that's a gaggle. A gaggle. Think, of pastors. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the biblical term. Yeah, that's right. Southern yeah. Baptist pastors. So they were all sitting. Oh, they were Baptists. Southern Baptist. That, that was a that that was a trifle of pastors. A trifle of pastors. Right. Yeah, they were trifling because they were here. <laughs> they were here. They were. Smoking. Uh, these are these Southern Baptist, and you know where they went right afterwards? The liquor store. The liquor store. That's what I'm talking about. Now that being they said, they must have been Reformed Baptists. <laughs> I think I think they probably were. If nothing else, uh, by by their deeds, we know them. And uh, but one way or the other, <laughs> they were uh, they're sitting here. I had a great time uh, getting to know a couple of them. But I do want to give a shout out to one in particular. Yeah, these guys. Yeah. Were and uh, and forgive me if I'm saying this wrong, but from Picayune, you know, we yeah, no Picayune, Mississippi, yeah, Picayune, Mississippi, about two hours out. So, uh, by the way, shout out to uh, Josh Brady, who's yeah. a listener of this show. Man, Josh, good good friend of the show, good friend of the Country Squire and Radio, we and just exposed and to his Country entire Squire. congregation that he was smoking and drinking. I, no, that's exactly right. We never actually and I'm, saw. I'm sure him they're drink. all listeners too. Yeah. Yeah, my well, you know that's the thing. All the Baptists listen; they just don't tell each other. They just they don't do. tell each other, right? Yeah, that's, so, that's so they none of them will admit to this, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, Josh, a, a good good friend, and uh, actually makes his own beard oil, which is really neat. His what? own beard oil, beard balm, and and products like that. Uh, so uh, anyway, yeah, great great guy, longtime pipe smoker, and good friend. Not surprising in the least. He was representing with a, a pretty pretty manly beard. Um, man, of course, uh, we got some stuff going on here in the local community. We yeah. actually just had the Jackson Pipe Night. We did uh, this man. last past weekend, dude. It was awesome. Yeah, we well, I mean. It was all right. It's fine. Yeah, it was. It was all right. I mean, it's oh, okay. Oh, you're just bitter because you didn't come in like top five. Hey, look, you did. You did okay. No, I did. No, don't, don't, don't patronize. Us. <laughs> I did terrible. I did terrible. I don't know. So, so we had Jackson Pipe Night. Of course, uh, it's our annual night where we do, uh, you know, our smoke comp, long smoke competition, our, uh, you know, live music, food and drink, and all this kind of stuff. Had people come from uh, uh, all all sorts of out of town places. I think the farthest we had was uh, our good friend Chase Abels from Lafayette, Louisiana. Uh, just uh, had a great evening. It was it was a lot of fun. Uh, followed it up with some uh, some. Jackbox TV games and just uh, just had a great night. But yeah, man, it, you know we we smoked Texas tea, right? It was our the blend that I made for the uh, the Texas uh, slow smoke competition, um, and, and so I thought we'd use that in our own slow smoke competition. And uh, and man, it was just uh, it, it was great. It wound up being good. It, uh, people, you know, realized the times were a little lower this year because Texas tea is uh, a much more heavily cased aromatic than uh, we've used in the past. You know, we generally use a non aromatic, a Virginia uh, something real clean and simple and this year it was a sweeter blend and um you know i think it i think it came out good it was good so but the jacob bowser was our our winner and jacob yeah. uh, jacob came in at 53 minutes which 53 minutes uh, which I, of course you know for a slow smoke competition that's a low time but for a slow smoke competition using this particular blend he did well he actually beat i think the closest competitor by at least eight minutes you know um so he uh, he did a, he did a good job well and that's the other thing too i mean you know he was he was a newbie so i do think there was kind of some beginner's luck going into this uh, but he did, he did he did he did a very respectable. Last job. time he smoked his pipe was like four months ago. Look, I, I will say this: I, I think you know, in, in terms of aromatic smokers, uh, you know, a, a lot of aromatic smokers have have tuned in and they they're enjoying the te- the Texas tea. Uh, there are a lot of English smokers that that are some contenders in the long smoke uh, slow smoke competitions. Yeah, yeah. They were man, they were they were trashing some Texas tea, and it's like, dude, <laughs> we, it ain't the tobacco, man. Like like you know, you just you need to own up. We saw Sometimes Briar got you just got to own wife. up to your own. Uh, 
limitation. Yeah, I know yeah. Briar, our, our good friend and longtime listener and, and, and friend here at the shop, uh, got beat by his uh, his uh, younger brother who hardly smokes a pipe and his wife. He got so, beaten by his brother and his wife here, right in, the here shop. in the shop. He got beaten by his wife. We sat here and we, watched what, it we happen. Sh- we watched it happen. Uh, we didn't intervene at all. I mean, he had it coming. Yeah, no, he did. He, he really did. He, did. he was he asking really for did. it. She, right. did, she did a fantastic job. Right. Yeah, she really did. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, you know, uh, those of you who've been tuned in for the last couple weeks, you know that, uh, that we've been building up not just to the Jackson Pipe Night, but also the UK... Uh, pipe show happened this last past weekend. Now, uh, we had the, uh, the the War of the Roses. We'll talk a little bit more about this later because we we know now who the winner of the War of the Roses is. I don't know yet. I know that we we have the results in. We'll read we those the at results. the end oh. of the show. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. Great, okay. I'm, I'm really looking forward to Man, that. That's awesome. I, I have a feeling that, that history is going to correct itself and, and York is going to triumph uh, be triumphant, but we will find out near the end of the show. Um, we do have here at the top of the show, though, Prizes that we're going to be giving out to uh, club members. Now, those of you who are tuning, <laughs> y'all are already on it on the on the memes and stuff. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> We do have some uh, some gifts to give out, uh, some prizes to give out to club members, man. Yeah, dude, this is great. You know, we uh, this was actually um, kicked off last month by a listener uh, and friend of the show. Uh, you know, we were given a can of uh, of Penzance. He had he had tried a can of Penzance. Um, uh, Barry Pettis, he's actually from South Mississippi, and did uh, try. You know, he was able to get his hands on a can of Penzance. Tried one bowl and was like, you know, this really isn't for me, but it's such a coveted tobacco. Mm. I'm not going to let it go to waste. I'm going to gift it to to Country Squire Radio, and we. And we uh, chose to gift it back to back to you guys. And so um, we just decided, you know, in light of that, just to kind of make October the month of treats. And so uh, each week we debuted a, a different thing that we just decided to give out. And so we've got uh, Penzance. We've got uh, uh, Pembroke. We've got Hunting Creek uh, from the Country Squire. We've also got uh, Corn Cob Pipe uh, and a Button Nose from uh, Cornell and Deal. So, <laughs> all, all, the, uh, all, all the way. The yeah. Treats that will lead you all the way up to Christmas. No, that's right. Yeah. So we're uh, so we're going to. Uh, we're giving get, all this out tonight. Going to give all those out tonight to uh, Country Squire Radio Club members. Oh, snap. Yep. All right, so Great. should we say that at the end of the episode we'll, we'll make the official announcement then? Uh, yeah, wh- whatever you think. If you, yeah, that's probably good. We'll, we'll yeah, give we'll it out do, the, do it at the end. I do want to say, though, That'd this is going specifically to club members who signed up uh, uh, from the beginning up until uh, this episode being recorded, so we got to give okay. a shout-out to new club members. Yeah. Man, we got joining yeah. at the Squire level, uh, Darshan Patel. Yeah, Darshan. Uh, Thanks, man. Shout-out to Darshan. Uh, he's he is a Squire member, uh, so thank you so much for joining at the Squire level. We also have at the Pilgrim level, Kevin Kethercart. Kethcart. Kethcart. I, th- I think it's Kethcart. All right. So it may be Keithcart. Keithcart. But, but I bet it's Kethcart. All right. <laughs> so his name was Keith. His mom left him in a cart, and then they just decided to call him Kevin. I Welcome, think that's it. And thanks for joining at the Pilgrim level, brother. <laughs> that's we really right, appreciate man. That. Absolutely. We're so grateful to y'all. So you guys are in the running as well. Stay tuned to the end of the show to find out who the winner is. And last thing I'll say before we jump into the meat and potatoes of this episode is, of course, that we've got the uh, Country Squire Radio uh, Corn Cob Pipe, custom Corn Cob Pipe competition going on as well. Dude, that's right. If you haven't picked up a Missouri Meerschaum pipe and started working on your custom job, uh, do it now because we want to go get those in before uh, the official date's going to be around mid-December. We're going to announce that as we get closer into next month. But go ahead, pick up a Missouri Meerschaum pipe. Do kind of a holiday custom job on it. Could be Santa Claus. Could be a, a snowman. Could be something completely different. Uh, you know, maybe you're really into the Power Rangers and you want to make the Red Power Ranger, but he's Santa. <laughs> and you want to make that out of a corncob pipe. Uh, pick yourself up a Missouri Meerschaum you can do and, that. and do that. Yeah, yeah of course. It's going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, so you mentioned that, of course, of course, uh, you wanted to October to be the month of treats. Uh, why is that? Uh, because it's Halloween. Oh, is it? It, it, it is. It, well, tomorrow is. Okay. All right. So as we record this on Monday, it's right. uh, it's Halloween. So this is Halloween week, which means right. it's our Halloween special that's, episode. That's right. That's right. And, you know, every year we try to do something interesting for this particular episode. We've done Sinister Pipes before. That's right. We've that's done right. Uh, Pipe Villains before. Pipe Smoking Villains. Uh, pipe yeah. Smoking Villains, which is always fun. And um, this year we thought it'd be fun to to do, um, uh, in, instead of Sinister Pipes, we thought we'd talk about Sinister Tobaccos. You know, our, our favorite, favorite tobaccos for Halloween or maybe uh, other reasons. You, you Make a great a great ghoul. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you, thank it, you. It's you're ghastly. It's fantastic. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you know, we thought we would uh, kind of explore this and and have a little fun with uh, you know folks different uh, different ideas of uh, you know what what makes a great Halloween tobacco uh, and and generally put it out there as sinister tobaccos. We we wanted this to kind of be uh, listener driven, which is always fun. Uh, we have our own uh, thoughts on Sinister Tobaccos, but we wanted to kind of open this up to some of the listeners. So, um, yeah, just, you know, it, it's interesting. I think a lot of folks went with, uh, you know, kind of the 
you know, the obvious uh, points for uh, sinister tobaccos. They may have gone with something that, you know, was intentionally named something kind of devious or ghoulish. Sure. Uh, Of course, there's a whole bunch of tobaccos that that fall in that realm. Uh, Several people mentioned uh, the rise of the monster mixture from uh, from Cornell and Deal. All right. Wait, hang on. on. The rise of the monster mixture. That's right. They they come out with a a Halloween blend each year. And and, and so the blend is is called uh, Rise of the Monster. And it's the interesting. Yeah. And so uh, anyway, they they always uh, come out with a variety of tins. There's uh, four, generally four different tins, I believe, and each one has a different artwork. But uh, on average, they're all the same tobacco. So it's one of those, you know, you kind of collect them all. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah. it's, it's almost like getting like a comic book, but the cover is different. Yeah, no, that's it. right. Yeah, okay, gotcha. That, that's right. Yeah. So uh, they're always candied apple flavor and uh, real... Real uh, smooth, easygoing tobaccos. Okay, that, you know, you open the open the tin, and it's got this kind of uh, you know soft, uh, fruity flavor. It's just real easygoing. How do you, how do you do a candy apple? You know, I think about candy apple just being something that you break your teeth onto as soon as you bite into it. And if you're able to get your teeth all the way in, you get the razor on the other side of the apple. No, yeah, <laughs> I mean, like apples were very frowned upon <laughs> growing. No, up. that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. No, that 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 that, that makes sense. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think it's a hard blend to pull off, but they they do it well. Of course, Cornell Deal has like eight thousand. 650 blends oh, fantastic. Uh, in, yeah. in their uh, in their repertoire so uh, you know they just make it make it fun and uh, it's something that they come out with every year lots of new artwork and you can always have fun with that so um, another one uh, that that several members uh, or, or listeners mentioned and uh, you know just kind of going along with the obvious theme of uh, you know Halloween spooky uh, you know all that kind of stuff we've got sleepy hollow from Strauss tobacconist um, now, sleepy hollow this is a blend uh, that's yes. been around a while you know, and and several folks uh, actually recommended this. We had listener uh, Mike Heitland and Gene Boker both, uh, you know, through uh, the you know the club. They were you know just mentioning how much they uh, kind of put this right up there with their favorite um, you know Halloween blends. It's uh, just you know a, a soft uh, fruity uh, flavor of the season. Kind Dude, of thing. it is so, it is a it is an aromatics aromatic tobacco. Yeah, it really is. And actually, I've I've actually got some sleep. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. Is it is it open? It is. So this was actually a gift from uh, uh, one of our listeners in Texas okay. uh, dropped this on me. And, you know, the first time I actually had uh, Sleepy Hollow yeah. was when I was in Vegas. Hockter the Love Doctor actually gave me just a little bit, not a lot, uh, which not complaining, Hockter, it was delicious. And it really kind of almost made me obsessed with it because it was such a unique smoke. <laughs> Have you ever smoked before? I, I haven't. I've smelled it Ta- one time. Man, take a whiff of that. Because, I mean, like you feel like you just opened up the candy box right there. Wow. Right? It is. It, it is, really does. But, it, but there's... um. It smells like gingerbread, right? Like there's a spiciness on the end of it. It's like pumpkin spice. It's vanilla. It's there's there's a lot of flavors going on, and like you know, you man, you I can, I can feel that to my to my bones, right? All the way down to your bones. All the way down to all the way yeah. down. Man, man that that's that's interesting. It's yeah. uh yeah, you can really it, it's it's a cutting uh real real uh generously sweet flavor is very pleasant yeah i will say this about it and i don't know if this is just this year this particular blend but we were smoking some right beforehand and um man this is it's also a very wet tobacco yeah so like it's it's a challenge to keep this one lit that that's what i hear you know the the reviews on uh sleepy hollow of course strauss tobacconists they're um they've actually been around since 1880 they're one of the oldest tobacconists in the united states which is pretty awesome they're in uh have two locations in cincinnati uh and then florence kentucky uh but they um you know, this is one of their most famous sought after blends. They've, uh, it's got a cinnamon spice note to it, uh, pumpkin, and uh, from some folks say like uh, kind of a warm uh, confectionery or maybe a warm, uh, you know, pastry flavor, like a like a bread or a spiced loaf mm, or something like that. Yeah, so, man. But yeah, it goes back to you know, you, you do hear what you just mentioned the the stickiness of it. It's kind of a hard tobacco to keep lit, but um, but it just has all those flavors of the season, and so it uh, it, it makes a good Halloween tobacco. Oh, it's so good. Um, coming in, uh, you know, just uh, another one that a lot of folks uh, mentioned just due to obvious uh, kind of reasons for, uh, you know, naming and association, the uh, Devil's Holiday Tobacco, of course, by Dan Tobacco. <laughs> uh, uh, Hocker the Love Doctor, our good friend, uh, mentioned that. And, uh, you know, honestly, I think th- this tobacco, Devil's Holiday, was actually named after a song from like the, you know, 40s or something. So it, it doesn't have a lot to do with that the spooky thing other than okay. other, just a cool name. You so know? it's kind of like the devil went down to Georgia. He was on holiday and looking I, for a stolen steel. I, I think maybe so. And then it wound up blending a great tobacco. I don't okay, know. Okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, Dan is tobacco, it great though? I, I, well, the, the reviews are good. I've actually never had it before. Interesting. We okay, have yeah. carried it in the shop, but I, I've never had it. Um, it. Dan Tobacco, of course, they're the ones that make uh, Blue Note, 
uh, Gordon Pym, Bill Bailey's Balkan, uh, several uh, interesting tobaccos. That these are blended in Denmark. They're all relatively hard to get, but uh, but good good tobaccos. Most of them are going to be are going to be aromatic. But uh, Devil's Holiday, it's got uh, blackberry, cherry, raspberry, and honey. So a lot uh, a lot oh, going wow. on. Just generally yeah. uh, gen- generally a uh, uh, you know aromatic fruit <laughs> food confectionery smorgasbord. It's like the kitchen sink of aromatics. Uh, go, isn't go in isn't there, any so. cherry tobacco technically um, the devil's tobacco? When it all I, comes no, down it, to it, it. May, it may be. It yeah, may I'm be particularly saying, to your tongue. Does yeah. the the album or album the, the the artwork on that one for the for the ten? Um, do you recall what that resembled like yeah. the way they depicted the devil? Well, yeah, no, he's he's uh, something kind of creeping over the name of the tobacco, and I think he's smoking a pipe, and it's just a really bright red uh, red can. Yeah, interesting. I think so, I think I've seen that. When's the last time that y'all carried that? Uh, it's been a few months now. Okay, it's been a few. It's not one of those real popular sellers, but it's one that uh, you know occasionally people come in like to try, and then. Uh, you know, just to say they've uh, you know had it in their collection. It, it catches your eye. You see it right there, and it's it's like it's like this thing. It's staring at you, and it's like, who could it be? Who could it be? Who could it be? Could it be Satan? <laughs> Satan. Satan. <laughs> uh, yeah. Speaking of that, the the next one comes in <laughs> at, <laughs> at number four. Uh, we've got a, a another popular one uh, that folks I think just kind of associate. Uh, due to the name, and that of course is uh, one of the best-selling aromatics on the market right now, which is Cult Blood Red Moon. That's um, the one that actually and, I was and, thinking and, of before. And Cult, it, yeah. it's an incredibly popular tobacco, and I really—it's it, a great tobacco. It, it really is a good tobacco. It's aromatic tobacco, uh, and uh, you know, it's it's one of these. It's a it's a chocolate cherry essentially. Some people get some vanilla in it too, but um, this is a chocolate cherry tobacco. Think uh, like a you know a maraschino cherry, one of those uh, you know Queen Anne type cherries. Uh, dipped in, uh, you know, lots of sugar syrup and chocolate and all that kind of stuff. It's really, really good. Uh, you know, it's a moist tobacco. Um, and, and, you know, it, I, I I don't necessarily know why it's so popular, but it really has kind of developed its own its own cult. It's the it, branding, it really has. man. No, like there is something I, I, I think about their marketing the is just stellar. Yeah. You know, it, it really has been uh, phenomenal marketing. And so, um, you know, as, as far as that goes, they've done a good job. Uh, promoting their brand and and it's one of the most popular aromatics right now in in the United States. So. Yeah, I I don't get into that kind of like occult iconography or anything like that. I mean, even even in like games where you have like you know the the warlock yeah. of the death knight, I typically go paladin. Yeah, like I'm, I'm all kind of against it, you know. But but the thing is, like there is I I do remember that ten specifically because it immediately as soon as I saw, it, I was like, what is yeah. this? It, it, it's funny, you know. I, I I generally shy away from that stuff as well. Even during Halloween, you know, I've never really dressed up as like no. a ghoul or a no, goblin or you know death or anything. like like that, yeah. I've just that that's never really been. Well, my you're style. too old. You're too old for that. I'm kind of too stuff old anyway. for that kind of stuff. Yeah. But you know, but now it, it, it this tobacco for whatever reason people have smoked it. It's uh, gotten really popular and it's uh, it, it's taken off. Yeah, yeah. Yep. interesting. So okay. uh, I, I like the take though that a lot of our listeners had with sinister tobaccos, and this is kind of this is a, a, an alternate route that they took on some of these tobaccos, and and one that uh, that I can really relate to mm. as a pipe smoker. They, a, a lot of folks took uh, the sinister tobacco route as one that. <laughs> Uh, you know, a, a tobacco that maybe left them uh, left left them scarred a little bit. Personally sinister. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah, yeah. this was this was something that they had an experience with. Maybe a <laughs> maybe a haunting or a uh, you know a, they they may as well have been uh, may have preferred to be attacked by a poltergeist. Yeah, no, no, they're, they're still smoke this particular tobacco. They're still working this tobacco out with their therapist. No, that yeah. that's right, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. you know, there's great therapists out there, and they need they need work to make a living too. So yeah, that's, absolutely. That's good, and that's what these tobaccos exist and, for. And, and, and that, that's to right. put those therapists through. Uh, uh, you know, get them, get them. Paid. I, at, at some point at the Country Squire, we are going to create a tobacco called like Mordor or something like this, where <laughs> you know it's just it, it's just it's one of those Bowser's Castle. Well, yeah, no, I mean, no, th- there is that, <laughs> there is that. But uh, uh, in- interestingly enough, kind of an aside note, uh, I have been smoking more Latakia recently myself, which is funny. I you know I just don't smoke a lot of Latakia, but one of the uh, Latakia blends that uh, some folks around the Squire have recently been uh, experimenting with, and I, I'm actually not the genesis of this, so I can't claim credit, but they took Bowser's Castle, which of course is like, uh, last time I checked, I think it's, what, 30-40% Latakia, something like that, but they've been mixing it with our blend Black and Tan, uh, and this has become a really popular uh, tobacco, and so oh, interesting. it's, just, it's yeah, one of those yeah. that we may talk about more in the future, and might even become one of our house blends, because it's just, uh, it's gotten to be really popular. So really? Anyway, stay, I gotta stay, try that. Stay tuned on yeah, that, yeah, but uh, just kind of that soft black Cavendish kind of uh, mellows the the Bowser's Castle out mm, a little bit. So, Mordor is coming. Anyway, a lot of folks went with this kind of strong tobacco that maybe uh, scarred them for for life kind of thing. 
<laughs> and uh, of course, our friend uh, Nick Curley, uh, he mentions that uh, Gaywith and Hogarth uh, Happy Brown Bogey uh, might be one of those tobaccos. It's it's a rope tobacco, much like the other uh, Gaywith and Hogarth tobaccos that we've talked about before on the air. Uh, you know, and it, rope tobaccos, again, lots of burly, uh, heavy, heavy burly, not lots of uh, processing. So it's just very raw leaf and just tons and tons of nicotine. So, uh, you know, he, he said it is uh, certainly strong enough to be a, uh, you know, considered a, uh, a, a ghoulish Sinister tobacco. tobacco. That's yeah. right. That's right. Interesting. Okay. All right. So something that's going to knock you out. That's right. Yeah, it doesn't uh, have your best interest in mind. It, it just doesn't, you know, but probably has a great taste. Uh, of course, you know, if, if if you need to choke a goat ever in your life or, you know. Well, you you got to do that then, then, you know, that, that yeah. will be the tobacco that you'd want to feed the goat. Right? Absolutely. So yeah. um, uh, other listeners, uh, uh, Brendan Marconi, uh, he mentioned uh, GLP's Temple Bar, which is a good tobacco. Now, we've talked about uh, Greg Peace, of course, good friend of the show. Absolutely. Uh, big fans of his tobacco. I've mentioned on multiple occasions that I want to be Greg Peace when I grow up, uh, which obviously is not going to be anytime soon. But, um, you know, Temple Bar, popular tobacco, one of his newer blends. Uh, this is uh, Virginia's Orientals and Perique. Uh, and, and what they do is they actually layer these uh, tobaccos in specific order and then press them into cakes. And this is sold at a pl- as a plug, uh, as a plug tobacco that comes in the normal uh, kind of canister style uh, tin. But uh, our friend uh, Brendan, he says, uh, Temple Bar is a great, smooth, but full-flavored smoke that invariably has the effect of nailing me to my seat with a serious case of the head spins. Oh, snap. Uh, and so, I, you know, I, I have a lot of experience with tobacco similar to that mm. and uh, and think this, uh, you know, it qualifies certainly as a sinister tobacco. <laughs> you know, I, I love that. Uh, the, these type of tobaccos, by the way, those of you that actually submitted the uh, the ones that have personally, like, attacked you. That's 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 my favorite. I mean, I, I yeah. love I love the seasonal blends and everything else, but but these in particular. These- no, I, yeah, no, I I think so. The, these these have more. Uh, I don't know, kind of. Uh, direct affection, you know, for people. That, oh yeah, that, yeah, that's the best kind. Yeah, they, they've they've almost, uh, you know, uh, just br- brought you brought you six feet under kind of thing. Yeah, you oh, know, absolutely. And, and that's what we're going after. <laughs> so, uh, our good good friend Matthew Butler, who's been a longtime listener, a uh, good friend of the show and, and of the of the shop, uh, he actually says uh, one of his uh, most sinister tobaccos, believe it or not, is uh, is one of Cornell and Deal's old Christmas blends. <laughs> uh, and, what? And, and it is uh, Golden Days of Yore, which I think is really neat. Uh, this is, you know, this is a, a Christmas blend, right? It's a time of joyous uh, celebration and festivities and turkey and, uh, you know, mistletoe and, uh, and, and vomiting. But, 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 <laughs> but that's the thing. Don't forget in that, in the song, there will be scary ghost stories and da, 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 da. Oh, no, like, well, scary ghost stories yeah. is part of Christmas. That, no, that, well, that makes sense. It counts. It yeah. counts. So he says, uh, when I think sinister, I think sneaky and strong. I remember my first time smoking Cornell and Deal Christmas blend, Golden Days of Yore, thinking how pleasant of a smoke it was. While drinking, uh, well, no, I'm sorry, while driving, uh, he was not driving and drinking. Okay, was, he was, was actually smoking. He was actually smoking the tobacco while driving. Okay, okay right. So right. Uh, he said, when I got out of my car, I quickly realized that my equilibrium was failing. So I had a good sit down for a few minutes. Uh, maybe it was my empty stomach. Maybe it was the tobacco. Uh, but it was very sneaky and sinister either way. So. And either way, he shouldn't have been driving. It sounds like I, you know. Well, I mean, you know, you, you, you had an empty stomach. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. You, Cornell, I've been there. Cornell and Deal typically pairs well with driving. Yeah, I, I, we we support Cornell and Deal in in driving. <laughs> Maybe not Golden just, Days. Just not, just not Golden Days. You are not on empty. Stomach. And maybe not Matthew Butler doing that. Right. right? Well, that's yeah. the thing. Uh, and then, of course, I have to, I have to submit my own for this. Ooh, I recently, yeah. uh, just to just to wrap up, smoked again uh, one of my favorite uh, strongest tobaccos. Uh, and of course, this is um, Dunhill Night, or I'm sorry, Dunhill Royal Yacht. Now we we talked about Royal Yacht on the show before. Uh, this is a Virginia blend. I, it doesn't say so, but I'm convinced it's loaded with uh, Kentucky Dark Fired Burley, uh, which just, of course, has it is just dripping with strength. You know, it's just one of these things that you can smell the the buzz when you when just in the leaf, in the raw leaf. You know, mm-hmm. it's just such a such a good tobacco, but so strong. And uh, you know, Royal Yacht. It's one of those tobaccos that I like to smoke when I read. It helps me focus. Uh, it's it kind of makes your makes your heart thump a little bit. Uh, you know, and and so it's one of those things that 
uh, is is a good tobacco when you're trying to kind of center. Um, but it, it's one of those that you really can only smoke for me anyway, uh, it, like maybe half a bowl full. You know, I, I just I can't do more even on a full tummy. You know, I just can't do you more. Can't than, handle it. I, I just I just can't handle it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, I, I have smoked too much and and then been forced to sit in one location uh, for for several minutes after that. Wow. Just just to not uh, just just to not. Uh, to, I mean, to not yak. Is that is that one of those blends <laughs> that you smoke in and it's like your skin just jumps right off your body? I think it kind of does. It comes off my body, you know, like I feel exposed, like, you know, maybe there's not anything covering me. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like you're just yeah. out there hanging out. Yeah. Did, did you recently smoke some out of curiosity? Uh, yeah, not not too recently, okay, but, but right. the effects linger, you know. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I may still uh, be under the influence. Interesting. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, that's that's good to know. Yeah. That's so, good to know. Uh, so sinister tobaccos, man. Do you have any sinister tobaccos? You know, I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's already been mentioned, but, you know, when I think of kind of a, a Halloween tobacco, the, the the Sleepy Hollow is really what I go to. Ever since I got uh, exposed to Sleepy Hollow when I was in uh, when I was in Vegas, man, it, it just it stuck with me. It the it, it's one of these rare occasions where like the flavor made such an impression that I've thought of it several times since then. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh man, like I, at some point I got to get some of the Sleepy Hollow. So I'm, I'm so glad to actually have some back in my possession this year. Uh, I've been enjoying it tonight. I'll be enjoying it uh, tomorrow during all the trick or treating. And uh, yeah, man, it's a it's and, a great blend. And the name Sleepy Hollow, you know, it it it, it is a warm kind of a, a fall blend. You do think of autumn and all this, but it, it kind of has the you know the Sleepy Hollow. You know, it's, it's the like headless a, horseman. Well, kind of yeah, and it, it's creepy. You know, I mean, something maybe a lizard would crawl. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, you know? but Ichabod Thon, uh, not Ichabod Thon, Eobard Thon is from the Flash. Uh, Ichabod Crane. Uh, from the headless horseman, is that, is, is that, yeah. he's from Sleepy Hollow. Okay, okay, and so uh, and so, yeah, that, I, I believe that's where the name is derived from. Is that, but yeah, yeah, but like that, and that's the thing. Like it is such a. Uh, it's it's the candy man. It's the candy it just, man. It's the candy man. Hey, oh, do you know who about David Pumpkins? Have we talked about David Pumpkins? How's it hanging? I'm David Pumpkins. Any questions? Who's a, who's a David Pumpkin? He's his own thing. You really? Don't, you don't know about David Pumpkins? No, I have, I have, okay. no, sure, I have no idea. Uh, Saturday Night Live did a, uh, a an animated special, a Halloween animated special, uh, where they they took this character created by Tom Hanks on uh, on the the Halloween episode of SNL last year called David Pumpkins, and so it was so popular. Uh, it was kind of one of these like like out of nowhere sleeper hits where it was it kind of occurred during the election. So like while the <laughs> while the country was so polarized, the one thing that everybody could agree on was that David Pumpkins is hilarious. Yeah, no, 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 no. and it's Tom right. Hanks because you know who doesn't love Tom Hanks. So this year they made <laughs> in in the style of kind of like Frosty the Snowman and and you know those kind of animated holiday classics they actually made a uh, a David Pumpkins Halloween special uh, in which David Pumpkins appears into the uh, into the pumpkin patch and helps kids realize the true meaning of Halloween. Oh, that's good. Which is candy. <laughs> right, right, right. Like at the end, the kid, the kid's like, "Oh, I get it. You wanted me to believe in myself because that's what Halloween's all about." It's like, no, man, it's about the candy. It's about to get as much candy as you can. Yeah, man. get that candy, no, that's man. It. That's and it. that's what Sleepy Hollow is. Get that candy, <laughs> man. It's 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 delicious, just like David Pumpkins. That's fantastic. Uh, well, here's the great thing, man. You know, the, the the amazing thing is because there are so many different taste buds out there, since there are so many uh, folks that have varying uh, uh, sinister tobaccos from the the kind that is sweet on your on your taste buds to the kind that will just like just rip the skin right off of you. Uh, if you're sampling a lot of these tobaccos, you can't do that with a well seasoned pipe. You're gonna have to do that with a pipe that is built with specifically to get a clean smoke every single time. That's right, a fresh with, pipe. Oh, the freshest of of, of the fresh. And of course, I'm talking about the pipes that you get from our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum. That's right. That's right. They're they're affordable pipes. And so if you are trying some of these Halloween blends out or any other sinister blend or uh, or, or maybe non-sinister blend for those of you that feel like being pansies this time of year and, oh, and, and, and like eating those uh, sweet little delicious Christmas treats, uh, even though they may make you sick. <laughs> anyway, you, you know, you but but you, you got to have a you got to have a clean uh, pipe to try these things in. Something that uh, obviously is going to give you a good experience, uh, the purest form of the tobacco, and uh, and and something that will um, not be. Uh, d- d- cost to arm and a leg. You know, the great thing too is that a lot of people get Missouri Meerschaum corncob pipes this time of year because they are so affordable and Missouri Meerschaum goes so well with so many different uh, uh, costumes. You know, maybe you are uh, Popeye the Sailor Man. Maybe you are actually, you know, some sort of um, a general that you're yeah, looking for. A, a Frosty big, the Snowman. Frosty the Snowman. You can, right. you can pull that off this time of year. There's nothing wrong with it. But uh, one way or the other, if you have got a corncob pipe, if you're incorporating your Missouri Meerschaum into your costume this year, take a picture, send it in to us. We'd love to retweet those out. That's a great way to let the good 
folks at Missouri Meerschaum know that you appreciate them for sponsoring this show. Pipe question of the week. All right, man, pipe question of the week. Now, this is great, man. Pipe question of the week this week is actually brought to us by uh, a sponsor, our good friends over at Father the Flame. Yeah, man. Shoot. Father the Flame. All right. Now, I know that a lot of you guys have been looking for an update from the good folks at Father the Flame. This is a documentary that kind of walks through kind of the the pipe carving process and just the community surrounding uh, kind of the the pipe smoking community. It's one that we've been invested in just personally from, uh, you know, from the last several years. Well, of course, we we have some really good friends over there. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm wearing a beard core shirt right now, as I always do on the show. to show uh, my love and support for Beardcore, who's been uh, you ever producing this. That? No, never. I, I wear it every single every single week. I think he'd approve. I just uh, I leave it here and put it on right before the show. Oh, that's foul. Father of the Flame, guys, they are having an online auction to help raise funds. Uh, they're doing the sound mixing right now, and it is nearly complete. The film is almost there, but they need some help to get it over the uh, finish line. Uh, this auction, it's going to contain pipes by uh, Lee Eric, who, of course, is featured very heavily in, in the uh, upcoming documentary. That's right. Uh, other Another Michigan narrative. Uh, Native Robert E has some pipes, a unique pipe by, and you're going to have to have to help me with this. Uh, Chacombe. 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 They, they made the Father the Flame uh, logo pipe. Right. We, we've actually got a couple here at the shop, but they, uh, they're they they're readily available at some different places and, uh, and are high quality pipes made by uh, the French pipe maker Chacombe. That's right. And so they're looking for, for folks, of course, to participate in the auction. But if you've got some like pipes or some prizes that you also want to donate as part of the auction as well, reach out to our friends over at Father the Flame through email, uh, social media, basically uh, wherever they can be found. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, this is going to be great. And uh, that is coming later this month. We're really excited about it. Yeah, yeah. Got got some, like we said, really good friends at Father of the Flame. Uh, we know, um, you know, they've worked really hard on this and they're getting so close to the finished product. And so uh, we want to help push them over the top. We're excited to do that. Absolutely. Details on Facebook, Twitter, we'll be putting that out there. And of course, in the show notes for this episode. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code program for a four week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code program. All right, man. Pipe question this week comes in. This is uh, from Sean Quinn, who says, Good day, gentlemen. My favorite tobacco is McClellan's Syrian Super Balkan. Now, obviously... Good tobacco, man. Oh, Good yeah. tobacco. Yeah, that's some, that's, some, that's some flavor palettes going on right there. Uh, that means nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, it's not available anymore, but uh, a few weeks before they ran out, I ordered about 10 tins. Good. Uh, he says, five are left. He gifted a few, smoked a few, and kept the rest. His question is multifaceted. How do I preserve what I have? Uh, he said he tended, it was tended back in 2006. Uh, and when it's gone, what do I move on to? Uh, <laughs> yeah. He says, thank you. This, again, is Sean Quinn. Yeah, man, Sean, I, I'm just glad you got uh, these tins when you could. I mean, it, it, these, this was really fabulous tobacco. And this is coming from someone who doesn't smoke uh, a lot of Latakia, as, as most of you know. Uh, this this tobacco is, uh, it was so interesting. Corsirian Latakia, it's semi-sweet, uh, just kind of a... Uh, a smooth, sultry blend that, uh, you know, it, it just left you left you always wanting for more. Mm. I, I loved this tobacco. It was so, so good. And I wish more people would have uh, gotten a hold of it um, when it was out. But anyway, uh, yeah, so you, you've got these tins. They were tinned in 2006. Um, uh, you know, and, and I'm guessing that, uh, Sean, you have deduced this from looking at the bottom of the can, uh, you know. And so, uh, you know, what you'll want to do uh, before you uh, before you uh before you cut the can open, you'll want to, uh, you know, make sure that you have, uh, you know, just uh, the, the, the best uh, place to put it after that. And so you're going to have, uh, you know, some mason jars ready and things like that. But honestly, the, the can that the tobacco is already in, it's going to be, um, you know, the best place to keep it until you're ready to open it. So as long as it's in a cool, dry area, uh, you know, not or a, a dark area, not uh, overly hot or anything, the, the can in its unopened original tin uh, will be just fine. And, uh, and you know, this is, uh, you know, tobacco that'll keep for a while. Of course, Latakia ages well. Uh, and, and you know, the lifespan of, the, of it is is relatively long. I was, I'm thinking, you know, if this was made in 2006, you're probably, you're 
probably looking at peak like right now or maybe maybe next year or the year after that. So, uh, you know, you're going to want to go ahead and probably start opening these cans, smoking them up, uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe keeping a few, uh, you know, closed up for uh, posterity just to say you got some put back kind of thing. But the, the prime smoking for it, I think, is going to be right now. That's good. Uh, yeah. You know, as far as uh, as far as moving on to to the next thing, what, you know, what you're going to enjoy and what, uh, you know, is going to bring you pleasure down the road that's similar, um, you know, that that's anyone's guess, right? I mean, it, it's, uh, th- this is a hard, this is a hard thing to, to figure out for all of our Syrian Latakia lovers. Of course, Syrian Latakia, it's more floral, uh, it's more complex, it's got, uh, you know, maybe, maybe people would say less strength, you know, more uh, subtlety to it. So, you know, I, I think you just look for a blend that that maybe has some of those things. Uh, of course, we always love the Frog Morton blends. They're good, kind of softer, uh, you know, uh, tobaccos that feature Latakia. But you know, there just really is nothing like Syrian Latakia. You may you may look for mm-hmm. tobaccos that have Latakia in them, but also are more of the Lakeland school of tobaccos. So maybe something from uh, Gay with and Hogarth, Sam Gay with something like that. Uh, but um, yeah, well, you know, we'll have to think about that and see if anything comes to mind of what uh, could be a good tobacco. Uh, to, uh, you know, to, to for, for our Syrian folks to pick up. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Our, our episode that we did back on Syrian Latakia, um, gosh, I guess it was several months ago at this point, but, um, you know, on, on YouTube in particular, that has been one of our most popular viewed shows because I think there's a lot of questions in terms of, you know, what's what's been going on, what what happened, and, and then, of course, what do you do with what you got? Yeah, so that's right. That's, that's a right. great question. Thank you so much for sending that in, Sean. And hey, if you got a pipe question of the week, send it in, show at countrysquireradio.com. Again, that is show at countrysquireradio.com. Quick, Quick fire with, with the squire. Quick fire question. Ow! All right, man, we got some quick fire questions in. This come in from the good folks over at thispipelife.com. Thispipelife.com. More information on them in just a second. Uh, now, this is actually from user over there, Ghost of Pompeii. Appropriate, since it's uh, that's good. It's Halloween. Yeah, I keep forgetting. It's weird. I keep on forgetting that it's Halloween. That it's this, Halloween. This is our Halloween special. No, there's, I, there's nothing around us that would remind us. I kind of feel like we should have so. done something a bigger deal or something. Yeah, like that. I, I agree. Uh, Ghost of Pompeii. Uh, he writes in. This is continuing on from last week with this kind of Halloween themed questions. Are you ready, sir? Yeah, bring it. Full orchestra, film score, or synthesizer. Oh, full or- orchestra. The synthesizer has its place, right? And I think its place is in horror films, because no. that's the thing. you got to remember, like, this is specifically in the horror genre. Oh, okay. No, okay. I got you. Um, yeah, well, synthesizer. You know, actually, uh, my uh, girl, I was about to say girlfriend, fiance. Now, fiance! Uh, which, which I'm still having to get used to saying. Yeah. Uh, it is, uh, Can I just say, ever since you got engaged, you, you're just glowing. Y- There's just something about you that just looks a little different. I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't it's know. It, 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 I, I, she I, really has brought something out of you, that's I, for sure. I, cer- I certainly feel better, so... Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, th- yeah. Thanks, thanks. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, the um, th- we, we're going through Stranger Things again, right? The, the Stranger Things show, of course, it's a Netflix original. Uh-huh. Right, 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 uh, right, right. Everyone's right. watching it. We won't talk about the next one, hopefully, because I haven't seen the well, next one. Don't talk about the but, first one. I still haven't seen the but, first yeah, one. Yeah, well, we, you know, we're going through the first one right now. We yeah. won't mention any specifics, but it does have kind of that early uh, 1980s uh, kind of feel to it. And the synthesizer mm. just real prolific through there. So, uh, yeah, I, I go with the synthesizer. That, that, That's I, good. In my, in like, like you said, the synthesizer has, has its place, but horror movies movies is definitely that place yeah yeah um two-legged werewolves or four-legged werewolves the, uh, is the werewolf standing up or is, or is it running fours? like a dog that's kind right of thing yeah that's right uh I, i'm probably gonna go with uh running like a dog interesting yeah, I think I, for some reason, even though that would probably be slower well i don't know maybe it'd be faster. You, I, think it'd be I, faster. I, think, I think that's scarier to me because it's less human. See, that's you know? the thing. I always assumed that when the werewolf was running like a dog, it was more of like a warg. It was like more of like more wolf than man, you know, like just kind of a, a beastly wolf as opposed to a werewolf, which yeah. is more of the, you know, the, the one standing up. Now, yeah. I mean, you know, you could do the hunched back and all that kind of good stuff, but I think I'm going to go with two. Okay. Go with two. Okay. Uh, savage, uh, savage looking 30 days of night vampires are pretty boy Twilight vampires. Well, we know where you're going with this one. Right. I, you know, I, obviously. Sparkle baby, baby we, sparkle. <laughs> no, I, I think I'm going to go with the savage looking vampire. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go right in the middle. I was a big Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan back in the day. I think that's fair. They did that's some. Fair. They did kind of a cool thing with the with the lore of it, and I, th- I don't. I don't think Joss Whedon actually came up with this. I think he actually stole it from somewhere else. But um, but where the vampires actually, when they they look like human until they start like demoning out, in which okay. case like their foreheads kind of expand and they have kind of this, you know, that raised eyebrows and all this other stuff. Yeah, no, that's right. It's a little bit kind of a blending of the two, and I liked that because you didn't quite know who was a vampire until it was too late. It's creepy. Good deal. Okay. 
All right. And then also we've got uh, one giant spider or a million little spiders. Man, there's nothing more terrifying than a million little spiders. Like <laughs> then they're crawling all up in your mouth and stuff. And like you got those, you know, old mummy movies and stuff where they're just like, mm. you know, all the scorpions are getting on you and everything. Like I, I, a bunch of a bunch of little tiny creepy crawly things that can take over and consume you. Um, that That's just awful. That, that That's awful. It, it does make your skin crawl. I, I, I it's, think it's cutting. It, it is. It is. Uh, that's to, a, to the soul. We, we need to talk about this tamp that you've got here. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, we, that uh, that is true. I am more of a fan, I think, of like the big spider, though. I, I just like the fantasy element of like a giant spider, like seeing like Samwise Gamgee up against like the, the big uh, Shelob and, and everything. Yeah. Uh, I, I just No, I, that makes sense. It's, it's probably more epic feeling. It is. Than, than creepy. But yeah. at the same time, that's what you're going for, that's right? It's, it's creepy. No, that's, that, yeah. But like, remember, all right, so I know that it's it's not as beloved as, as the Lord of the Rings movie, but in the Hobbit movies, did you ever watch the Hobbit movies? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so they're in um the the the... <laughs> the wizard that was smoking something that was not tobacco in his pipe. You know which one I'm talking about? Uh, no. You don't know what I'm talking about? I guess I don't remember that. I can't remember the guy's name, but he was like he was like the brown coated uh, wizard, and so he was in his like he was trying to like like revive this hedgehog, and in the process there were giant spiders crawling outside of his house, <laughs> and it was creepy, man. Like it was really it was creepy. That's what you get for reviving hedgehogs. Giant spiders yep. is what I'm going to go with right okay. there. Okay. Thanks so much, Ghost of Pompeii. Of course, Ghost of Pompeii, a user over at thispipelife.com. Uh, amazing online community. If you haven't joined up yet, uh, use the code CSR when you do. It lets the good folks over there know you heard about them from this show. We love the folks at thispipelife.com. Not to be confused with thispipewife.com. That's right. The number one online dating site that does not exist yet use the code csr <laughs> when you register at this the thing is if you're on this which you should be you may you may find you know mrs claus there that's right that's or, right yeah i mean i'm just saying it could happen it could happen i, I love that you want mrs claus even though it's halloween that that made me happy yeah well you know you or, know. Or, or Minnie mouse whatever you dress up as or you know or, or if you're a female and you're listening mickey mouse csr <laughs> csr to- <laughs> CSR to sign up at this point. It's coming off the rails here tonight. All the coming off the rails. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. All right, man, listener feedback. All right, so so what I'm going to do is I'm I'm just going to dedicate listener feedback to to one thing, one thing only tonight, and that is the UK Pipe Show. Now, of course, the UK Pipe Show we've been building up to this for the last several weeks. The War of the Roses, uh, the 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 pipe tobacco showdown that has never seen the light of day like like no other pipe tobacco showdown has has ever been as epic as what transpired in the uk this last past weekend that's right war of the roses coming back lancaster versus york lancaster specifically versus the white rose two various country squire radio to our country squire tobaccos uh smoked in the uk first of all before before and again i have not read this email i don't know who the winner is i assume I, I, and i don't either do you not? I, I I really don't. So you don't know either. I have no no. Idea. So we're going into this like completely cold. All right, yeah. here we go. All right, so so this is in this this email comes into us from Toking Tommy. Uh, Toking Tommy, by the way, representing Yorkshire. Uh, yeah, we we had York, Yorkshire guys. Yorkshire. And we had Lancashire guys. Right? Lancashire guys. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and so the, the you know these guys, of course, the, the representing their various uh, hometowns is good spirited thing, right? And then we get this That's feedback. Right. That's right. All right, here we go. All right, so so uh, he writes in. This is again Toking Tommy. He says, "Hello, Country Squire Radio. First of all, I'd like to say I give a huge thank you to both JD and Bo uh, for all the shout outs for the UK Pipe Show on the podcast, and of course for the White Rose and Lancaster samples." By now, though, you've no doubt heard the tragic news that somehow Lancaster won. Oh, Bo. And he, I, 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 oh, I'm sorry, man. That's, that's got to feel like death. <laughs> I, I, it just, it feels like the hand of death just grabbed my shoulder just, right just, now. Just grabbed you. Yeah. That's, Dude, I, I'm, I'm sorry. So Lancaster won. Okay. Despite he says, despite being the yeah, I can't read the rest of it. inferior plan. Would you like me to pick up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. so he he says uh, Lancaster won. Uh, Lancaster beat White Rose Why? as Why? the uh, as as the as the winner between the two. You of course, people! 
and uh, and 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 so he says. Uh, now I'm not saying that they were there was any cheating going on, as I trust James implicitly. Uh-huh. Uh, but a rematch may have to be held. Yes, sir. Uh, under stricter observation in yes, the future, uh, which leads me to say that there will definitely be a show in 2018. Uh, hashtag UK Pipe Show 2018. 2018. Um, maybe we should try to go to that. Um, dude, I am so in. That that would be awesome. I, I, I might have another trip to London that I'm trying to like coincide around that time. Yeah, so it could be good. It's gonna happen. Okay. So um, more details to follow in the new year, but hopefully it'll be uh, in the summertime. I'll keep everyone posted when there's an update. I'd hope to get some film footage. Uh, from the show and the War of the Roses, but it was just too busy on the day. Trust me, we understand. Uh, Bo and I, of course, uh, have been to pipe shows and, and host events here, and we try to get as much media as we can, but we, we, we get it. There's oh, a, no, lot, yeah, a lot going yeah, on, particularly on these these kinds of days. He says, but despair not, uh, because there was footage recorded by some of my fellow YouTubers. Oh, great. Uh, yeah. Smoking Mr. Rhubarb, uh, the peach... The Peaches 13 mm-hmm. uh, and the Pipe Modus. Uh, if you check out their channels, you'll find videos of the show. And for now, I've attached some photos, uh, which we'll, we'll post later, yeah. of the event uh, for, for us to enjoy. So anyway, thank you once again, guys. You really wow. do rock. Keep up the good work uh, with the podcast. Your friend, Toking Tommy. Bo, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely sorry. To- Tommy, no, he said it himself. There was there was foul play, potentially, that, at, at work here. Th- th- there could have been. You can't trust those Lancasters. Well, I'm just Lank- saying, you know, it's... Is it one of those things that you know? Do you do, do you find the? That's you know, how they won the War of the Roses in the first place, man. They you were, think you think like funny business. They that, they murdered the children, the York children. They murdered them. I yes, yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. They took them out. But anyway, um, guys, well, that's tough, dude. We're just so glad y'all uh, had a chance absolutely. to smoke our blends and, of course, uh, have some fun with that. And uh, man, it, it's so great to see. Uh, you know the pipe culture flourishing in the United Kingdom, and uh, and and man, we're just glad to be a little part of that. And I will say, you know, so like going to this, we we really didn't know what was going on. I tried very hard to get some UK uh, pipe show uh, attendees yeah. to actually tell me who won, and they would not do it because they wanted it to come specifically from uh, Tommy, who put on the show. That's really cool. By the way, yeah. all the feedback that we heard from UK was that it was an amazing event. The location, the venue, as I understand it, the the canal actually runs right through like the shop somehow. Like there's like the hangout area. Bizarre. It, it sounds so cool. So I really do. Um, you know, I'm, who knows what the future holds? But but if if there is any possible way that we can make yeah. it out to you guys next year, we absolutely will. So um, yeah, really really great stuff. Yeah, maybe we should start uh, you know putting away some shekels for that. Well, I tell you what, man, the people the people who uh, help make this show happen, who, who help help support the shekels that make the show happen. <laughs> uh, why don't we reward them a little bit? Because of course we're getting right. giveaways here at the tail end of the show. That's right. Which one do you want to give away first? Oh uh, man, I, I think we should go with the uh, corn cob pipe and a button nose corn pot corn cob pipe and a button nose all that's right. right that's right all right first one up so of course you have to be a uh country squire radio club, club member, member as of uh when's the last time we updated the list like so, literally today okay so yeah, so yeah. today so you can't so so we hope you join tonight obviously but if you do join right now you will not be in this in, in this in this drawing <laughs> but the next uh, one but you, know, but you, you could like, be in the next we're, one because we're going like to do this periodically this is something we do for fun uh just to reward our our loyal uh faithful listeners. all right this comes in from member number 53 travis robinson Travis Robinson. Travis Robinson. You have won a tin of Cornell and Deal, uh, corn cob pipe, and a cut and a button nose. And I tell you what, what I'll do. The great thing is this is being recorded, so I'll be able to uh, go back and, and figure out exactly who won later for my notes. Uh, all right, next one up. What's the next prize? Uh, the next one is a two ounce bag of Hunting Creek, uh, straight from the Country Squire. Of course, we hand blend this here uh, here in our shop, and uh, it's one of our more complex blends. It's, it's an English aromatic. Uh, it's one of those that has uh, just several ingredients in it. It's kind of a cocktail, but uh, a nice, warm, smoky blend. That's uh, that's also sweet. You'll get notes of vanilla and mm-hmm. uh, you know some nuttiness, but it's but it's also going to have a nice uh, Latakia background. And I've been so. enjoying the vanilla really like. Good. Like aspect of a lot of tobaccos. Yeah, right yeah. This one goes to uh, our 85th club member. Okay. Uh, Brian C. Hanford. Man, Brian Hanford. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, absolutely, right. man. We'll be sending you two ounces of Hunting Creek from the Country Squire. All right, and next up. Uh, we've got a tin of Pembroke uh, from from Esoterica. So this is going to be uh, one of the one of the bigger prizes here. We've got Esoterica blends, obviously harder to get. Uh, Pembroke is a uh, just a really uh, special blend. It's cognac flavored and uh, one of their more interesting tobaccos. They're always pushing the envelope with these different casings, and uh, and 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 we think uh, whoever wins it will will be happy. 
This one's going to John Kirk Griffin. John Kirk Griffin, our first ever. He was our fourth, or he was our fourth member and our our first ever Pilgrim member. Oh, that's actually. great. Yeah, good. yeah. yeah. Good. So, congratulations, John. Man, that's great. Yeah, congrats, man. We're we're uh, we're glad to send this off to you, and uh, hope you make your friends jealous. And uh, and and finally, the big course, daddy, uh, the, the grand prize, uh, uh, the the ten of Penzance uh, that does have one bowl missing in it. It has it has one bowl missing uh, in this in this particular tin, but uh, it's in good shape. We've taken good care of it here at the Country Squire. It's ready for your smoking enjoyment, and uh, and we're about to send it to. This goes to our 60th member, Miller. Miller. It's Miller time. Dude, <laughs> congratulations. That's great. Man, all right. There you go, guys. Thank you all so much. <laughs> and by the way, I mean, like, just beyond beyond this, and we, we love to kind of uh, dote on you guys when we get a chance through uh, through some of these uh, giveaways from time to time, which we, we hope to do more of in the future, of course. But uh, those of you who are helping make this show happen, even those of you who are patrons, especially those of you who are club members, uh, that goes a long way. And, you know, we've, uh, as, we, as we're, you know, we're, October Halloween is kind of kicking off the holiday season and the holiday season is in of itself kind of the the winding down of the year, but also the start as we kind of look into the next year. And so looking at things like possibly going to the UK pipe show and actually bringing you guys to the UK pipe show uh, virtually, that, that that's something we would love to do. And so, you know, who knows what the future holds, if that's something that'll be possible, but those of you who are able to support the show, um, y'all are specifically making the show happen every single week and, uh, and allowing us to be able to bring more, more and more great content to you, and, and that's exactly what we strive to do in the future as well. That's right. That's right. D- d- despite what you may have heard, death is nowhere near the show. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I love how we have so many visual gags going on for a, a podcast. This yeah, is, no, it's great. It's good. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, man, you know, we've, we've got, uh, of course, uh, a lot of great things that are going on, though. You can keep up with us throughout the week. Tune in to our own uh, Halloween nights by following us on Twitter. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at, at underscore country squire. Well, hey, of course, you can keep up with us. What's going on for our trick or treating experience and beyond by following us, following us throughout the week. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can catch us this, catch us at the shop at, at underscore Country Squire. And of course, uh, that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com, where you can tune in live on Monday evenings at 8:30 Central Time. That's a lot of other times for your own uh, specific time zone, which I don't have right in front of me right now. So hey, Google it. You'll figure it out. It'll be great. <laughs> 8:30 Central, because you know math. You know that's right. that's a little difficult. Hey, look. No, it's eight. It's eight thirty central, six per thirty Pacific, nine thirty Eastern. I had to choose four random numbers out of one and ninety-seven. Which, by the that's way, that's enough. We, that's enough math for one. We have had ninety-seven people sign up for the uh, Country Squire Radio International Pipe Club. We are we are just three away from member one hundred. How about that, dude? That's amazing. Is that not incredible? Yeah, we're so close. And you know the that's great, great the great thing, of course, is that uh, as we build up to the 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 new year, you know, since we we launched the pipe club at uh, on New Year's. Um, those at the Squire level who joined in that in that first year will actually be getting their names on the wall here pretty soon. No, so it's it's going to be you know, a pretty that, major milestone. That's right. I didn't think about that because right. we, of course, for for one year at the Squire level, you do get a brass plaque on the wall at at the physical Country Squire. So if you ever do make it to our shop, your your name will be here to uh, you know to to, to see. Absolutely, man. <laughs> well, hey, uh, trick or treat, dude. Uh, trick. Let's go have a night. Yeah, let's go have a treat. See <laughs> <laughs> you, brother. listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com.